0: what up y'all i'm rajay and i'm shy and welcome to the rxs podcast the podcast where we provide inspiration motivation and information to the music community gang yes so what are we talking about today babe i have no clue but i have a special guest who's gonna help us figure that out (laughs) hey so y'all tune in let's go so I got my brother here. Yeah. Was goody the first guest of the podcast? Wow, that's what's crazy, y'all. This has been my brother forever
1: for a long time.
0: <laughs> Some of y'all may know. I know him as Thomas. Mm. Y'all know him as Samo. Please don't what's... call
1: me Thomas. <laughs> if I ain't stayed over your mama's house and ain't her food. <laughs> Sharon, we love
0: you. What's up? So I got another, I got another Um, fun fact. The name Rajay Lou. Oh, my God. We were at my mom's house, and I was sitting on the couch. Samo was at the computer, and he was like, bro, you need a name. <laughs> <laughs> bro, man, you, if you're going to be a producer, man, you need a name. Like, I don't got none. So he just start, I got it. I remember you were like, you were going through. No, you said, you said, what's your whole name? Yep. I said, my name is Rodrell Jamal Lewis. And then some kind of way your brain was like, Rod Lou.
1: That's a good name.
0: <laughs>
1: like, but you know what? That picture uh-huh. that, um, Aaron sent me, that notepad, I think I wrote out your name. And I was coming up with different names. I don't it's know where that notepad is at now, but
0: but we got we're gonna show the picture too because that picture is. So
1: if we can pop it up like right now, <laughs> hopefully that
0: way. she can do it. You know how they do online.
1: Right? Yeah, get in the mic, man. Oh, I ain't in the mic. Okay, you know how they do online. Wow. <laughs>
0: uh, so yeah, I want to start with the um, origin story, bro. Okay. Um, let the know people know where you're from. How everything started.
1: Bet I am from Wilson, North Carolina, two five two. if you're from two five two, you know what that's about. Yeah. You know. What I'm also, I want to shout out M City, Shotsburg, um, Goldsboro, Rocky Mount, Game. Pineville, Kinston. <laughs> you know, Luke Calma. I can't believe I'm about
0: to forget about Lucama. Um,
1: yeah. wait, that's it. Shotsburg. You,
0: sh- you said them all.
1: No, it's a- it's Statenburg. Statenburg. <laughs> That's where it's Reverend Bowser bird. used to live at. First Lady Bowser used to go out there eat chicken, <laughs> run around with um, Grandma Ruby. Grandma Ruby, you didn't you get to meet Grandma Ruby. No, I didn't. The best collard greens.
0: I believe it.
1: The best collard greens <laughs> in the whole two-five-two. Oh, we. Aunt Edna, her son Brandon, I can name some folk now. Anyway, yeah, the um, Wilson, <laughs> yeah, born and raised, yeah, um, my mama's son with everybody, beast. Growing up, no, people just now stop calling me Little Tony Gray.
0: Y'all, his mama is like a legend in in the city, and she's she a beast. Know.
1: She don't even know. It's
0: ridiculous. Like preaching, singing, yeah. like motivational speaking, comedy. Yeah, she all of it.
1: She all of it. <laughs> Yeah, bro, them.
0: so when did you um so of course, you grew up in the city with like music and quartet and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but when did you start singing?
1: I started singing around um about five, okay, uh, three at the house, okay, but they put me in all the choirs at five okay. at one time, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember
0: did you like singing or not really? I did like singing, okay,
1: um, but my mom was like. Sing it right. Open your mouth. You know, even right now, I kind of talk like this because this is where I'm from. You know, we country and we live in the projects. So I'm like country hood. So sometimes I'll be talking like this. But, you know, she would get on me and say, pronounce your words, son. That's her. That's her. She was very Claire Huxtable. (laughs) Um, As a single mother. So it was like, you know, I think she ended up being bipolar a bit because she had to be you know, the father as well. Yeah. Um, shout out to you, Mom, for yes. being all. we love her. Um, but she was very, like, we lived in El Ramey Circle. Okay. It's, but, and
0: what, for the people who don't know, what's that? Oh, the ghetto. <laughs> you ever seen any? Lee? She was like, woo,
1: child, the ghetto. <laughs> yeah, woo, child, the ghetto. <laughs> like, we were the, yeah. one of the uppity families in the ghetto. There was this other family, um, we call them the light skins. They they had some class with them. We knew okay. they weren't gonna be in the hood long. So hold
0: on. So you're saying y'all were upper class in the ghetto. Upper class ghetto people. Yeah. Absolutely. Wherever I'm at, I'm gonna be the upper
1: class. Okay? I might be at the bottom. I'm gonna be at the top of the bottom. All right. Drink that a drink, Did that. Yeah, yeah. The top of the bottle. Oh we! Yeah, we were we were the family that you was like, Okay, we need to get to day level. Yeah. Even though it was me, my mom, yeah, my sister, yeah, my sister sweet pea, uh huh, my cousin Thomasina. Good God. Aunt Tammy, her son Telvin, Aunt Frankie. Are y'all counting? And at the time my newborn baby cousin Alex. So that's
0: Are we saying one p- we all live together?
1: Mm-hmm. And a three bedroom project at ramey circle wow and there was no carpet
0: well at least y'all didn't out them people you didn't get the carpet dirty
1: it was all towel from the, the same towel that was in the kitchen was in the bathroom
0: <laughs> and the living room and the living room and the, and, the and the bedrooms
1: and the bedrooms yeah and but you know my mom ran the roaches out <laughs> um, <laughs> how did she do that Oh, you gotta bomb it. <laughs> so we had to go back and stay at my grandma's house for a little while just so the bomb can finish bombing. Oh. Yo, Sha and
0: Jess is in the back. Yeah. Bugging. Shut
1: up. Can we shut up? Can we clap for your wife really quick? Let's go. Like, love her. Yeah. We done sung together. Like, we've been knowing each other a long time. We're not old, but this makes me feel like we're like. 40 (laughs) like 50 like what's going on why are we grown yeah we grown bro why
0: we grown we're supposed to be children outside still (laughs) yeah i'm done we've been we've been rocking for a long time time. so you five you six so when so you're singing this whole time like off and on or is it constant with your mom um
1: constant with my mom (laughs) okay she would um she's a gospel comedian she forces me to say gospel i would be saying comedian she's like gospel comedian okay and she's a musician too that's what's she crazy is a musician yeah she never had the patience to teach me how to play okay and i got the um i'm gonna learn the keys Mm-hmm. but it's something psychologically in my brain that stops me from believing that I can actually
0: do it. Oh wow.
1: Because she didn't have the patience to um So she scarred
0: you a little. bit? You scarred me. Mama, you, you mama you did it wrong. <laughs> I'm
1: calling y'all on But me. you
0: want to know but you want to know what's, what but you want to know what's crazy? Mm. And I'm I'm sure you know. I don't know if it's conscious or unconscious for you. You're one of the few singers that I have a relationship with that I personally know. Mhm who sounds like they know how to play. Mm. Let me tell you, I'm going to explain to y'all what I mean. There's one thing for a singer to hear chords and sing basic melody. That's one thing. It's another thing for a singer to hear chords and know routes to take within that chord. Like you're familiar with every note as soon as it's played. So it sounds like, you know how to play like when to you sing. Out. Okay. And uh, I'm all, like, so not knowing how to play, where did the ear come from to say, well, I know all the notes in that chord, though. My mama playing organ at Brown Chapel. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. Because, again, she played for all the choirs, the um, the spiritual singers, the young adult choir, the mass choir, <laughs> um, the women's choir, the men's choir. The everybody choir.
0: <laughs> they call that combined. The combined choir.
1: Yes. <laughs> they
0: don't got combined choirs like they.
1: <laughs> Things have changed. <laughs> um. Luckily, we as young people caught the end of that era. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Um. But yeah. Hearing her play for all the choirs mm-hmm. and those different types of styles of songs, because they they um. Sung everything from Mahalia Jackson to Hezekiah Walker. Mm. Lord, I'm running, trying to make a hundred percent. So we're
0: we're quartet, we're traditional, yep. we're contemporary, and you're hearing all this because your mama played for all these choirs. Exactly. Is she practicing at the house?
1: I know I never remember my mom practicing at the house. Actually, mm-hmm. we had a piano. My grandmother used to sit me down. Excuse me, my grandmother used to sit me down and make me sing hymns with her and harmonize with her. Mm. So she kind of taught me how to harmonize. Um, that was, like, frequent. Yeah, and I almost felt like she was um, imparting um, an anchor in me. Yes, sir. So that I could always have something to go to.
0: Yes, sir. So tell me about, because we were talking about it earlier, um, when did you start to really, like, um, like, sharpen the craft? When were you like, okay, I want to like take my singing like serious. My cousin Quinn,
1: Quintina, love you, girl. Hey, shout out. Um, she was getting married, and I was probably ten years old. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, I'm gonna write my own song for the wedding. Yeah. And my cousin Quinn believed in me so much. She was like, my cousin gonna sing at my wedding. Wow. That she let me sing a song that I wrote.
0: So you wrote your first song at 10 and performed it at your cousin's wedding? Yeah,
1: the first song I performed was at her wedding.
0: So the first song you wrote was the first song you performed?
1: I can't say that's the first song I wrote, actually. Okay. That's the first song that I...
0: Performed that you wrote? Yes. Got you. I got you. How was that feeling? Um,
1: Honestly, I was 10. I don't remember. Okay. But okay. I do know that <laughs> um, she said when she gets... Re- redoes her vow. She wants me to sing, sing the same a, song. No, a different one because that one wasn't that good. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then sips. <laughs> but
1: so, that's the part of
0: growth. You know what I'm saying? My, I, I had hey, to grow. Everybody first songs ain't good. Mine will Everybody, be. everybody first song probably whacked.
1: But I know mine's mine was. The first song that I wrote, though, that was good was the song I wrote for Yolanda Adams. <laughs> and I say that confidently. Yeah. Even though I just met Yolanda Adams like four years ago.
0: Does she know you wrote a song for her? Absolutely
1: not. Wow. Because yeah. I was 11 when I wrote it. <laughs> but I was I was like, Yolanda Adams going to sing this song. Yo. This is Yolanda Adams. <laughs> so already in my head, I had like a songwriter, producer, like, Mm -hmm. this this sound goes with this person. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So, at 11, do you already know, like, you want singing to be a career?
1: At 11, yeah. I knew at 5, actually.
0: Oh. So, at 5, you know, and then you you go and you go and you do your cousin's wedding. At 11, you write the song for Yolanda Adams, right? Okay, so... Tell me about your chorus days.
1: Oh, Kathy Shirah, I love <laughs> Miss Shira. Those were good times. Yeah. I can um I don't want to name drop and leave nobody out. But I learned a lot from those students. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also learned a lot about myself that I could actually do this. Yeah. On a bigger scale cuz in chorus it's not just about you singing a gospel song, it's about um, you executing Broadway musicals yeah. with the choreography, so they really put me on to uh, putting on a show, mm-hmm. and not just standing there, you know, flat footed. Like so, like it's your do.
0: introduction to performance, being yes. a part of singing.
1: Absolutely, Kathy Shira put up; she put the boy on.
0: What What was the biggest lesson that you learned, or what's a lesson that you learned from chorus that you still use today?
1: Always audition, mm. even if you're nervous, even if you feel like, well, this person better than me. Um, there was a solo that I was supposed to have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the song is called Trying to Make Heaven My Home or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, it still makes me emotional to this day because I did not audition, but that solo was mine. Wow. And she told me that. Everybody was cheering me on, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's why I'm, um, my heart goes out to people that have it all and are not aware, mm-hmm. even with people cheering them on, mm-hmm. but they're holding themselves back.
0: Mm-hmm. Why do you think people hold themselves back?
1: Different reasons, but for me, I know I just didn't want the pressure of having to be good. Mm-hmm. I didn't want the pressure of um maybe I'll make a mistake and let everybody down.
0: Mmm. So you would rather not audition at all than to let people down?
1: Back then, yeah.
0: What was her response to you not auditioning? She made me, um
1: when everybody left the classroom, she was like, um, come here. And she started playing the song. She said, sing the song. And I started to sing the song. And I closed my eyes. When I opened my eyes, the song was over. And she was like just on the piano looking at me. she was like, "Hmm." I was giving the solo to you. Your voice. This is your song, but because you didn't audition during the audition, I cannot give it to you. It would not be fair. Shh. And I knew that song was for me, but I, I just couldn't get, I couldn't get past myself over my, whatever was blocking me subconsciously. Yeah. You know. And she told me that day. She said, "Whatever you do." Always sing. Mm. And I've taken that with me every day. Yeah. Since that day in that classroom.
0: Yeah. So do you know, like, when did you know, like, my voice is special? Or did you ever discover that at all?
1: I don't think so. Yeah. Not for real. I think um, I sung Now nah Behold a Lamb at church mm-hmm. and uh, I remember people were like standing up and like waving their hands and I was so confused I was like what are people standing up for mm-hmm. but I do remember feeling something and I was like I think this is what my grandmother feels when she's singing those songs and she's shaking her head
0: <laughs> and um woo
1: but I was a child so I was confused I'm not sure mean,
0: if that's it but I yeah, think I, this is I feel is...
1: like this is what she be feeling <laughs> so I just sat down yeah but, um, I don't think I knew that my voice was special until maybe, like, I don't think I ever really thought about it. Honestly. Yeah,
0: that's crazy. But I don't think I ever I, said that I, Of course, hearing you sing, I think you have one of the dopest voices I ever heard, right? Thank you, brother. But sometimes we can be, we can be in a position where we don't even know we dope. Yeah. So that's I was just curious to ask, like, I wonder if he ever realized like I have a special voice.
1: I probably can't think of the moment right now. I mean, I know my voice is unique now. Okay. Um, I think around the time when T Pain came out. hmm Um, and I started to record with um Greg. Mm. Shout
0: out to Greg.
1: Shout out to Greg. Yeah. And um uh, he'll be like, You you got auto tune on all, already, already without me then, putting it that's on it. I was like, well, made my voice special.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> Did you see you my know, bracelet?
1: We, you know, we family. Not like, you making noise. Oh, so. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry.
1: I felt they spirit and I was like, they gonna get you. Okay, you know? I'm sorry, y'all. I'm am gonna um. stop <laughs> <laughs> Y'all we family for We friends, really like, are family. Legit.
0: <laughs> we really are. Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna chill out. I'm um. gonna continue. I, but so you, t- know, bae- you
1: always being like that. You
0: like, okay, I gotta be doing something with my hands. Right. So I'm sitting, but I, I, I I'm, I'm gonna stop though, because I need y'all to hear what the man is saying. So I'm gonna be quiet. Sorry, bae. <laughs> Sorry, bae. We, Look I'm gonna as get soon right. As
1: I did this just said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fall, y'all. I fall. So, so he's telling you. So he's telling you. Sound like T? You sound like you got auto tune on your voice yeah. without him putting it on there. Yeah. So then you're like maybe i got something so how old are you at this point when you do the thing with g when you're recording with g it
1: was like 15 14. okay so maybe um 16 16 15.
0: so i got i'm about to drop a bomb on you okay how old were you when you started rdp Ooh, let's go
1: that was like maybe 10th grade okay because i remember asking Ashley Ward.
0: Shout out to Ashley Ward.
1: Oh, wait. No, she's Ashley um McNair now. Yes, Ashley McNair now.
0: Yes. Shout out to Aaron.
1: Yeah, shout out to them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I asked Ashley Ward. She was one of the first people I asked to be in RDP. Because oh. there was a group before RDP. Mm-hmm. Called PBG.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the D acronyms. Who, who I'm, was it? This was your group? Yes. Okay, so before, oh, this is new. I never knew this. Yeah, before right. RDP, there was a group called what? PBG. What does that stand for? It don't for?
1: mean peanut butter and jelly.
0: <laughs> what does it mean?
1: I'm sick of people talking about <laughs> it was peanut butter and jelly.
0: What did PBG mean? <laughs>
1: Proclaimed by God.
0: <laughs> I need some water. So how long is Proclaimed by God in action? How long is this a group?
1: It's, that was like a year. Okay. It was, um. If some of the people from RDP were in Proclaimed by God. Okay. So Proclaimed by God was about the same number of people. And we sung around at churches and stuff. We sung at um, Red Bull. Yeah, shout out Red Bull. Shout out to Red Bull. Um, the classics,
0: what up? Come on, fall gospel classic all yeah, day. Yeah. Luther, them, <laughs> Debbie, them, Wanda, them,
1: Lisa, them, Aunt Leora, them. I, oh, I know everybody. What's up? I know the Bonds family. Yeah, they might not remember me because I got a beard now. Yeah, um, you know, you know, the Bonds family, you know, Aunt Leora, exactly. that's the one that can cook. Yeah, all of them can cook, but Aunt Leora. <laughs> You remember David song, Aunt Leora. <laughs>
0: you sound just like her. Yeah. I, <laughs> love that I love it. I love it. So look, PBG. Mm. PBG is in order for a year. What makes you transition and start another whole group? No, 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 back. Mm. What inspires you to start PBG? I think it was just a bunch of um,
1: dope individuals around, and I was like, Yo, we can start a, um... A group. Yeah, we can start a group. I wasn't really the leader of PBG. I was, mm-hmm. but it was more of a collective, collective thing. We used to rehearse um in the country club. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to drop too many names. I ain't, ain't talked to these people in so long. Don't, don't
0: drop no names dude. Um, Shout, you out, to yeah, shout if, out to y'all, though. Shout out to y'all. If, know if y'all know who y'all are. Yeah,
1: you know who you is. <laughs> um... But yeah, it was a good time, and we, we did some stuff at the school, too. Okay. I wanna say Alicia Ward was in PBG, too. Blandin now. Blandin, well, you know, it, they, know a, they, they know, they know. We respect y'all husbands. Y'all was wards. Y'all was wards, sorry, ward's, y'all was ward's then. I know, I took out the glory, first ladies, pastors. <laughs> I know the protocol, took out the glory. <laughs> they probably going to be crying laughing. They're going to be hollering when they see this. Oh um, Man, have you seen JoJo?
0: No. I have not Grow seen
1: JoJo. man. I know he tall. They play football and stuff now.
0: Shout out to JoJo. Shout, Shout out, out to Howard, JoJo. too.
1: This showing t- how we too much family. We doing too much. We giving the people too much. We giving the people too much. The people too much. They don't need to know why. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was a good time. And then, I don't know why PBG ended. Mm-hmm. But I do know it ended, and then I had a meeting at my Aunt Frankie's house. Mm -hmm. And I remember it was all of us um, sitting in the living room, and we were trying to come up with a name for the new group. group. And we was like, there's something praise, and there's something praise. (laughs) And I was like, I got it. Radical dynamic praise. (laughs) Because... I don't know. First off, I had not too long ago watched Good Times.
0: Okay. And JJ
1: kept saying dynamite. Okay. So I was like, dynamic. That's new for this time, you know, it's because I love the 70s era. Yeah. And so I was like, radical. We radical like Ty Tripp and the GA and Soundcheck. You know what I'm saying? I don't got the locks, but you know i so I got the heart. What's up? Ty was good. I'm about to come take over. I, I get, at least get a little piece. You know, so I had that energy. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. And then I was like dynamic because we po pow pow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we we on the stage. It's electrifying. We had electric something one time. I'm so glad we didn't go with that. Um, and then praise because it was gospel. So you- <laughs> <sighs> I'm shame
0: because it was gospel
1: <laughs> because we didn't want to do worship because we, we was like we're not going to do a lot of slow songs yeah we like, so we, it's either praise or worship it's either praise or worship so we went with praise <laughs> yeah. thank God for growth
0: Yeah. thank God for growth but girl. yo RDP was number one everybody in RDP was dope for sure that's the crazy thing I remember like just just thinking about it, like, that kept a lot of kids out of trouble, bro.
1: It kept a lot of us out of trouble. Nobody got pregnant in RDP. Thank
0: God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, people. some people met, though. A lot of people met in RDP. Yeah. Relationships were formed, like, yeah. personally and professionally. Yeah. Like, outside of it. Like, did you know then, like, did you know then that you created something that Was kind of like a safe haven for young people? I didn't. Mm.
1: And when I hear people say, like, I didn't know that this was gonna turn into this, I'm like, you know. But now I get I'm in that position now to where I'm like, yo, you really when you start something, you have an idea, you don't understand how much it is covered, how much it is um going to help. You know? RDP didn't hinder anybody.
0: No, it only helped like. For me personally, Mm -hmm. RDP was the introduction to my musicianship outside of, like, the traditional music. Like, of course, I I was doing quartet, and then when I started playing with Tank's dad, that was a little bit more than traditional. Yeah. But, like, RDP was, like, not traditional. Yeah. So like Certain sounds Introduced Are you making noise too yeah. <laughs> Certain sounds I'm
1: Trying to do it on the low He gonna
0: call me <laughs> certain, but can you call me out I did if You can hear me With an usher hand I did you know,
1: you know I used to be an usher but For ahead. real yeah.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> You used to be uh, Did you wear like Black and white Or y'all had like Pastel colors And black pants
1: Pastel What church was that
0: You know how people Be doing like the Everybody wear a different Color and then wear Black pants Oh that's the youth choir
1: that's the U choir. Yeah. Now I was an usher up until like 2015.
0: Oh, that's like kind of
1: recent, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I was at um, Timothy Wright Church. Oh, dope! Mm-hmm. How was that, Sister serving? Brown? What up?
0: How was that serving there? Um, don't forget what you
1: was gonna say though. But about RDP, yeah. yeah, okay. That was good, man. Yeah. It, it was very like down home. It felt like the South, and I needed that being in New York, you know. They were very good to me,
0: so what what um how old were you when you moved to New york? I was nineteen, okay, so let's do this r d p how old are you when r d p ends, how old are you? I was into seventeen, maybe 18? eighteen so 18 maybe. so we go from r d p to New York kinda,
1: yeah, we do well, we go from r d p
0: to solo. Gospel Okay so tell me about What was your name as a solo artist Do you remember (laughs) remember? I I remember (laughs) You need to tell them Of course I remember I don't want to tell them no more
1: (laughs) My solo gospel act name was um, (laughs) The The Max (laughs) The Max
0: And what 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 inspired that name (laughs) I'm taking you back bro Okay wow the max. So you were the max. Yeah, I was the max.
1: And um, what did that? Hey, Shane, what up? <laughs> I was the max. Uh huh. Um, Angel Chisholm still calls me the max to this day. Wow! She Shout says, out, max. Angel. Shout out, to Angel. <laughs> um, I was like, to live a life fully, you have to.
0: Have God at the, the maximum. Max. Yeah, but that's kind of hard,
1: though. It is kind of hard. <laughs> I was giving youth pastor vibes back then.
0: Yeah, like, like in our city, it's a it's a country town sorta. Yeah. Um, the music is very traditional. Like, we live in a predominantly quartet region. Yeah, and then you have you come along, you start RDP like. But it's not just music, it's like fashion. Yeah.
1: So you're amen. like and
0: you're influencing all of us to kind of like move different. Yeah, and come up. Yeah, it's like we dressing different, we talking different. We still loving God, we still doing gospel music, but it's different. And like you are a pioneer of the shift of how we were moving as kids. Like you know that, right? I know that now. Yes, sir. I know it humbly though. Yeah.
1: Because I only can bring out of people what's already in them. Yes, sir. We Same thing when people brought, brought out stuff in me.
0: Yeah. So. so the max. How long are we the max?
1: We're the max for like a good year. Okay. Um, you
0: doing concerts? Because I remember, I remember me and Milton packing up with you a couple of times. What? Yeah. Bro, you was killing though. We did a song. Me, you, and G did a song. He introduced you as TP the Max. I don't think that was a gospel song, though. Remember when we did Kind of Girl? Was that when he said T.P. the Max? Um, what's the, how the the song Kind of Girl go? That's the kind of girl I need. That's, the song, that's one of my songs? No. That's the song we did together. But T.P. the Ma- when he said T.P. the Max, it was T.P. the Max. Mm,
1: I remember that. Oh, um, hey. You're talking about. It was um, a slow
0: song. You know it? Tell me. My wife remember it. But he introduced you with like reverb on his voice. Wow. Shout out to Ray Braswell Jr. Ray Markle. Because we cutting all these records in his studio for the free 99.
1: Didn't know what we were doing. (laughs) Remember that night Ray um, came in there and fussed us out. I ain't gonna say he cussed us out. But he did. He was like, y'all in here, man, with all this equipment. (laughs) Do y'all know what's in front of y'all? Y'all not talented. Y'all are. Y'all Thomas. Need, y'all need to be making real records. Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. He said my name three. I said I, ain't even, I don't even play. Yo. Yeah. I, I roll with them. <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> you ain't you ain't making no records. Yeah. You he know look- how many people want to be in my studio?
0: <laughs>
1: All week. But yo, he looked he looked out for us. I ain't know what he was talking about that night. Now I know. Yeah
0: like maximizing that time
1: yeah.
0: by maximizing the opportunity because it's like a professional recording studio and we in there for free yeah. with no time limit and we don't have to pay so you you discovered the max and that's kind of your transition
1: yeah
0: it's definitely the introduction to you being a solo artist yeah so when did you decide to become Samo?
1: I think I had already been doing, like, um, I had came home one night, or one afternoon, and I told my mom, I was like, yeah, I'm going to this, um, I was like, I'm going to this this show tonight. I said, I'm going to this open mic. And she said, hmm, where the open mic at? And I was like, it's in Raleigh, this place called, um... What Was it Zadiko? Zadiko. Let's
0: go! Shout out Zadiko. Let me tell
1: you something about He's <laughs> Broke a lot of careers. Definitely yeah. broke mine.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Lamont Brasher. Yeah. He the one that used to be hosting all that stuff all and the then, time.
1: Then um, Montreal took it over, right? I don't know. I think Montreal Parker took it he over. He probably did. Shout out to Montreal to too. To Montreal Parker, man, who used to play outside. Yeah. And he would be beating on the on um, the trash can. Yeah. And I'll be singing, making up songs.
0: That's crazy. Mm, We've been rocking right for a long time. Mom. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yep. So you yo, so what would your mom say when you you going to Zodico? She was like, what church is this? <laughs> what church is no Knowing Zodico?
1: that it's not a church just want me to say it. I was like, oh no, it's like a building. A
0: <laughs> building? <laughs> you ain't finna say no bar or club. It's a building. Know, <laughs> like it's an auditorium it's a, or something. It's a
1: building. <laughs> and she was like, what kind of building? I said, no, it's just like a place they have an open mic. And she was like, Knowing good and well, it was a bar. She said, What you singing? I was like, Love by Music, Soul Child. You know that song? He uh, he was really talking talking about about God.
0: God. (laughs) He really was, though. (laughs) (laughs) He really was talking about God. I had to hurry
1: up and say that. She was like,
0: "Mm. Ain't no child of mine getting ready to get on drugs, but you get out of here. She just went went straight to drugs. You're going to an open mic. Bro, I hadn't even smoked weed before. Tony Gray went. I hadn't she, even had alcohol before. And she went straight to drugs.
1: She gave it to me that night.
0: She thinking Bobby Brown.
1: She somebody.
0: She gotta be. It, it's like she like my son going as Zydeco. Bobby Brown, drugs, <laughs> coke and cane.
1: <laughs> I didn't even know what cocaine looked like at that. Yes, I did, but <laughs> but I was like. Why did you go straight to drugs? But her fear was me getting away from the anchor.
0: Yeah. Which is rightfully so for a mom. Absolutely. Yeah. I went anyway. Yeah, did you and you sung yeah, the song? Definitely did. When you sung it, how did you feel?
1: I felt amazing.
0: Was it like was it did you feel like, okay, this is the beginning of Samo? No. Okay. No, no, no. Um, Samo didn't come about until New York. Okay, so after Zydeco. As an artist, where are we mentally? Like, where are we as we're navigating this whole thing?
1: I just woke up every day and was figuring it out. Okay. I would just, you know, anytime I could make a song, anytime. I mean, when I say make a song, I mean, like, not in the studio. Mm. Just, like, make a song. Mm. I'll be at your house. Yeah. You didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> at
0: the time. I,
1: Damn sure didn't know what I was doing. Right. But we were doing something. Yes, and we well, were doing it together. Until you went to sleep.
0: <laughs> Facts. At yeah. 8.30. This
1: boy go to sleep at 8.30. He's been doing that since we were little.
0: <laughs> Do he still go to bed at 8.30 now? Okay. Yeah, I'm oh. a little. Oh, sometimes 10, sometimes 11. Whoa. If I'm really working, I can I can go. I can go. I can't go past 11, but I could go to at least 11. Wow. He'll try, though. Yeah he will
1: fall asleep. That's the thing. But he'll try. Ma, go to bed, man. <laughs> and I didn't know how to work the equipment, so I had to wait on you back then. Um,
0: yeah.
1: But yeah, I was just excited to create. It wasn't about being popular, or famous. Yeah. It was just like I just want to make stuff.
0: That's yeah. We were yeah. That's how we were, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. So when so when you decide. So how long after the period when you hanging at the crib do you decide to go to New York? And what made Man. you want to go to New York?
1: My mom and Roosevelt. Shout out you to you know my mom, you know Roosevelt. Yep. I love Roosevelt. They two peas in
0: a pod, boy.
1: Roosevelt and my mom sat me down and was like, hey, you can't keep making T-shirts in this back room and selling them for $10. I had a clothing line. Remember my clothing line? Yes. Pluto. Yes. Um when I had the cassette tape. The cassette tapes, the, Ray yeah. One and One. Mm-hmm. It
0: inspired do you know the Ray Markable logo
1: today? No way. no way. Is a
0: tape. Today.
1: I mean, I know it's a tape, but that's wild.
0: Yes. You inspired him. Remember he kept telling you to make to him make a him
1: one. <laughs> And I kept saying no. Because I, I, I was like, Oh, it's over. Yeah, yeah but he know.
0: was dead serious, like, make me one.
1: I to make him one still. That
0: would be fire. He would wear it because his logo is a tape. He would definitely wear
1: it. I had to make him one. You should, come I'm man. home for a little while. You should.
0: That would be crazy.
1: Yeah. And it's been years since I've done anything like that.
0: So you making shirts.
1: Yeah, I was selling T-shirts. and had just was like, I was like, you know what? Instead of $10, i am going to go $5. I'm going to sell them for $15 now. $15 a T-shirt. <laughs>
0: Were people buying them?
1: Absolutely, like hotcakes. Yeah. Um, but it was like, you got to do more. So it was three ways out they gave me. They said, either you're going to go to the military, you're going to get a job, or you're going to go to school. So I tried to join the military. You probably don't know this, Mm-mm. but I went three different times, wow. and something happened each time to where I couldn't take the test. The last two times the systems were down. I don't understand how a system is down with the military. (laughs) Uh But we got in the car and Roosevelt looked at me and said, "You ain't supposed to go to the military." And so I definitely won't get ready to work at Merck, Firestone, (laughs) or on the other place, Kitty (laughs) Airspace. Definitely won't get ready to go out there. I was not gonna be good at it. Yeah. So I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go to school." So. I went to go do an audition for Lady Gaga, Mm -hmm. but my homeboy told me the wrong day to go. Um, He told me the day to go for the musicians. The singers, they auditioned the day before that. Whoa. And so I walked out to audition. Ain't nothing like showing up and you can't audition. It's like, I have something to offer. Especially
0: after you said, always audition. Yes. So now you have shifted into the mind frame where I'm going to go audition and you a day late.
1: Mm-hmm. But sometimes gotta be like, let me see how bad you want it. Yeah. Let me see if you're going to give up just because something went wrong. Yeah. So I walk outside and I'm like, yo, I'm so hungry. Not physically hungry. Like, I'm just so hungry. Like, is there another audition going on? Yeah. And so I, my phone rings and it's the Art Institute of New York City. And mm. they was like, Hey. We saw that you applied. We would love to meet with you. And it was the next day that I met with them, and they mm-hmm. let me in. Whoa. I should have known something was up. But I went anyway. <laughs> Don't let you in school. <laughs> I had to whisper that. But I that school experience was amazing.
0: I'm so glad I went. Yeah. What's the What's the biggest thing you learned? What's the biggest lesson you
1: learned? Um, going to school, how to take different things mm-hmm. and make it one thing. How mm. to mesh things together. Mm. They taught me how to uh, be inspired and to take that inspiration and create a collection. I just do that now with music.
0: Yeah. So, so then it was fashion. Yeah, I went to school for fashion. Okay. So I you, was
1: done with music. The point.
0: Okay. So when you went to New York, you said I'm done with music. Yeah, I'm a pursue. <laughs> <was, laughs>
1: Yep, that, cause I was like, yo, Justin Bieber popped off when he was two.
0: It's over for me. <laughs> I'm black. I'm dark skinned.
1: Oh, it's a wrap. I'm done for. So
0: because you were, because you knew you were doing well with the t-shirts back at home, you like, I'm gonna go for I'ma fashion. Do, this is what God telling me to do. Especially if I didn't get this audition. Oh, for if sure. I, okay, I didn't get the audition. Son. That's the sign that I should quit music. I'm gonna do fashion.
1: Went doing going doing good in school this homeboy um my roommate um he had a mac mm. and he like, for some reason he let me borrow his mac and i saw that like this program garage band was up there yeah free free <laughs> whoever made garage band apple shout out to you you started my career yeah man. um and i remember i made 39 weeks on his computer the original 39, which is probably still on his computer. And uh, he would always let me borrow his computer. His name is... That Ron. just gave me chills. Damn, what's my boy name? That's crazy. Not Aaron. Uh, Andrew Fletcher. That was I your roommate? Yeah, one of my roommates. That's the one with the mat? Yeah, that's the one with the mat. Good dude. Amazing designer. Uh-huh. Uh, he was cool with everybody, yeah. and I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I was very like, I ain't talking to nobody. I'm here to work. I don't, I don't care because <laughs> I'm from North Carolina. Y'all think we stupid. I'm going to let y'all know we ain't stupid. What's up? Yeah. So that's the energy I carried around the campus. <laughs> so I wasn't the, the most easy going. Like, the person you knew, that won't me in New York. <laughs> yeah. But from there, I ended up making, like, some more songs with Sam Harmonics, who told me I need to put Shout out
0: Shout out to Sam, our brother.
1: Um, so, I put out this EP called um, Nature. And what's
0: your name when you put out Nature? Thomas. Okay. Okay.
1: And um, I had a listening party, and I don't understand why so many people came to the listening party. Because I was in school for fashion, but I think... People just wanted to party, but they came and they listened to the whole joint. It was so many people in there that one of my good friends tapped me. and was like, oh my God, whose party is this? Just vibing. I'm like, it's mine. (laughs) And she's like, you're hilarious. Whose party is this? I said, no, it's really mine. My name is on the cake. She was like, what are you having a party for? I was like, I make music. And everybody's like, when did you start making music? Wow. I was like actually I was doing that before I was doing fashion. Yeah. But the music just it bled into everything. Yeah. It would not leave me alone.
0: Yeah. So then you said so once nature comes out, then you're like, "Okay, I'm going to get back into the music."
1: Basically, yeah.
0: Yeah. But you were still
1: like in school? I was still in school. Okay. Until um uh, they found out my mom had something on her credit and they kicked me out. <laughs>
0: You got kicked out because of your mama credit. (laughs) You got kicked out because of your mama credit. So did you do a whole semester?
1: No, I had like a semester left.
0: Oh, you were almost finished. I was almost finished. They should have let you finish. They
1: don't work like that.
0: They let you go that far? Yeah. It happened while the, the credit thing happened while you were in school, or they didn't find it until then?
1: No, it, it ha- no. I think they didn't find it till then. <laughs> That's <parents laughs> why you gotta hurry up and finish school, kids. The parents <laughs> might have some on their credit. You,
0: you, uh, went, mm. So after getting kicked out, are you devastated?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. That day, God is... Sometimes God
0: isn't a nice person.
1: <laughs> yeah, I said it. Yeah. What's up? Sometimes you be playing games. God has such a sense of humor because I got kicked out of school. The day I got kicked out of school, all of a sudden this is graduation day in New York. Everybody had on their cap and gown. Wow. And I was like, why are you doing this? Why, are you in like, <laughs> why you playing my face? Like,
0: Why you playing in my face?
1: God, you mean. <laughs> I ain't even do nothing. I be doing right. <laughs> like, why are you bothering me? Like, what I need to learn. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, it, I had to learn how to accept someone else for winning. That that was the lesson in that day, and actually be happy for people. So how I tested like my growth in that way. I was anybody I saw with a cap and gun Congratulations, even though I felt like shit.
0: So let's talk. Let's talk. That's heavy. That is heavy. Yeah. To be able to congratulate someone who has accomplished a thing that you have been x out of mm-hmm. having the will and discipline and humility to say congratulations, even though that I can't even do that because it was stripped from me. It was stripped from me. But congratulations. But congratulations. That is heavy, bro. Yeah. So how does the rest of that day play out?
1: Very sad. Mm. Very sad. But the more I congratulated people, the better I felt. This is crazy. Yeah. So why do
0: you think that is?
1: Because at my core, I love, and I was just so happy. It was like, if I didn't do it, at least you did. And you go forth. Yeah. And be great. Yeah. I'm going to get mine another way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So... You get kicked out, you have a bad day. So at what point do we say, okay, I put out nature, I get kicked out of school, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna just go all in with music and see what happens. Is it that sort of thing?
1: Kinda sorta, that's all I had left. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have anything else, didn't have any other ideas. So, oh God. <laughs> My fear was, am I going to be able to do what I feel to do, or am I going to be stuck working these jobs Ooh. that are not my purpose? But what I realized is when you work in a job that you feel like isn't your purpose, that's probably something character-wise that God needs to weave out of you. So,
0: So working that job... So sometimes... Having a job is not because you're supposed to work there forever, but it is a a preparation place for Mm -hmm. what he really has for you.
1: Yes, because had I got blessed with what I have now, I probably would have a nasty nasty attitude or Mm -hmm. I wouldn't appreciate certain things. Now when I wake up in the morning and I don't have to go into a job, I'm like, God, I thank you.
0: So where were you working?
1: Uh, Which job you want me to name? You in New York. At that time I was working at HM. Okay. Now let me t- explain something to you. I was part-time because I was in school. Uh-huh. Once I got kicked out of school, I had just gotten a par- approved for an apartment through the school. So that was actually a blessing. So you still got the apartment? Still got Let's the apartment. Go. But now I gotta pay for it. <laughs> and I'm part time. At HM. At HM. That ain't enough money. Yeah. So my roommate at the time actually had to like look out. Mm-hmm. A couple of the months because I would come short. You ever got paid? And the money you getting paid, you already know where <laughs> it's gonna go to. It's already spent. And it like when I say gone, I mean gone, zero. And you have to wait two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. To get paid again, you praying for somebody to send you a care package. Yeah, man. With granola bars. And what's the what's them bars that it got like the apple in it? Um, on the apple flavor, neutral grain. <laughs> the neutral grain bars. If I see a neutral grain bar right now, <laughs> I'm swinging at it. I have eaten neutral grain bars so many ways.
2: Explain the ways
1: cut up, split up, done up. <laughs> Burnt up. <laughs> Yo, microwave, ovened. Not in the oven, ovened. I'm telling you, I ate so many neutral grain bars in college.
0: He is traumatized for real.
1: I could almost cry. How many neutral grain bars? Like, wow. one, one time, the only time, well, one time I was a thief. <laughs> Kinda of grip around scammers a little bit. Learn some things. <laughs> one time, when I first got to college, mm-hmm. I had to. Um, I had his roommate, and he had these cookies that was in the refrigerator. He never ate the cookies, so me, I was going. I was so hungry one day, man. Wow. I said, I'm gonna eat one of these guys, okay? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: that was my man. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. And it, it ain't not like eating something because you're hungry and you know it ain't something you usually would eat. Yeah, but it's good because you're hungry. Because you hungry. It was one of them oatmeal cookies with the the hard white icing on the top. oh
0: it was an off brand too. I
1: know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. They are disgusting. Yeah, they nasty. Let me tell you something. I <laughs> the hard one.
0: ones that crunch.
1: I got two of them cookies from the back. I slid them bad boys to the front. I heard them, put that plastic bag together. Woo, I sat on that bed, I ate them cookies like this. <laughs> oh God. I ate it slow, cause I said, I don't know when the next time I'm like, eat!
0: This is heavy. I was hungry, man. Yeah, man. So when did things start to shift? Mm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I must have been out of alignment because <laughs> it took a while, my nigga. I mean, I was down bad for a long time. I was do one thing I, I'm a professional, do better. <laughs> Doing bad was my job. I was good at doing bad. Let me talk about my struggle. I was so sick of the Chinese bus. Wow. And it got worse as the years went by. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's luckily I have friends and stuff that mm-hmm. would cook sometimes. And I, you know, uh, made family with people there. Yeah. But them that first year it was rough. Oh, my gosh. It was rough, but I was so excited to be where I knew I was supposed to be.
0: That it was worth enduring.
1: That it was worth enduring. Yeah. I didn't know about the sub. I knew about the sub when I first got in New York, Mm -hmm. but the first semester I walked to school from Brooklyn to the city. And if you're from New York, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I walked across the Brooklyn Bridge from Brooklyn Heights into Tribeca.
0: Wow, I have smiling, no clue, but they know. Smiling like a fool. Yeah. So where where does this endurance come from? El Remy
1: Circle, I believe. Yeah. Just being a, being like being from the hood has its perks. Mm. As long as you don't get shot, you can end up winning. <laughs> yeah. And I mean. That.
0: So by so when you so you like. I know how to get it out the mud. We, I can make it through this.
1: I can make it through this. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing, but I knew I was doing something and I knew that I was covered. Yeah. So I just knew, I like, all right, I'm gonna figure this out. Uh-oh, you about to go do <coughs> Y'all hush, <She> hush. <laughs> It's 5.36, I, 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 no. got, I got a little more time. I got a little
0: more time. So the, you're, you're enduring, school is over, you put out nature. Mm. You eat the cookies. <laughs> Are we ever able to? When do you get the next job that's like got that's paying decent? It took a minute.
1: Yeah, I didn't get a decent job until 2015. Wow, that was at Haynes Brands and corporate. Shout out to Miss Lily.
0: Shout out. And how was that?
1: Um, well, before that, um, I did a lot of, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be 100 with you. Okay. I got a lot of opportunities, like, in the city because New York is so creative, so I would do, like, a lot of jam sessions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of my early music friends are rappers. Okay. So I wasn't used to being around other singers, for real. Other than people like your wife and people I used to sing with. Yeah. Up there, all my friends were rappers because I didn't know about the singing community until, like, the 2014, 2015 era when I met like this group of singers. like They was like, oh, where you been at? I was like, man, I've been at work. Where y'all been at? (laughs) Yeah. So rappers would want me to sing on their hooks and stuff. Yeah. So the way I put out music, the way I talk, the way I move was very like, all right, let's get it. Yeah, it was very hip hop. I'm so humble. Yeah, it was was very hooked, yeah. I'm quiet, I'm not. Yeah. I'm that boy. What's up? Yeah. So that's you how still they talk. like that though. Loki? A little bit. I try to tone it down because I'm popular now. I'm like, I want people to know I'm humble. But I really be like, yeah, I'm that boy. What's up? <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. But, so I did a lot of jam sessions. It wasn't conventional for your normal singer. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. And, um, some people told me to do a cover band. Nobody would hire me. I asked. I'm gonna show you this email I got from this guy. He told me that I'm not supposed to be in a cover band and I'm not supposed to be singing background. Yeah. And I should pursue a uh, career as a solo act. Is that
0: when? So when was this? When did he send you that email?
1: I was still working at H and M then because I was at that point I was desperate for something in music. So I was like, I'm so gonna you would have taken?
0: You would have took anything that was absolutely okay,
1: absolutely. Like, I took off how I got the first auditions for that. I just pulled something off of a um, a pole on the street. You know how they have a Yeah, and, and you and just pulled a number? Yeah, I just did that. That was looking for a lead singer. All of them turned me down.
0: Wow. But one of them said, you need to be, you need yeah. to have a solo career.
1: I actually need to email that brother back, and I just want to send him my stuff. Yeah. I said, you were right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so let's let's talk about that. Let's fast forward. When do we go? When do we decide? Okay, the cover band ain't working. Mm-hmm. You got this job at Hanes Brands, but when do we decide? Okay, like I'm really about to be a solo artist, and I'm about to really go hard.
1: Oh, uh, that happened at um that happened while I was at H and M. Okay, I had put out music on SoundCloud. Okay, this is so, after nature. Just after nature. Okay. So after Nature, it was just like.
0: Sporadic singles? No. Or bodies of work.
1: Then I put out Black Moon.
0: Yeah, I remember that.
1: On that bad mix. We didn't know what it was doing. <laughs> but what made me put that out is on um, Tyler the Creator. Uh huh. they used to put out a lot of music with terrible mixes. Uh huh. People used to like ridicule them. They was like, we don't care. We don't listen, you going to help us or we don't know what we're doing. We know we dope.
0: Yeah. So that's the energy. Yeah, that's what you that had. had. I'm gonna do I'm a, I'm gonna put out music. I'm gonna use the resources I have. I'm gonna do We're gonna do the best we can. We're gonna put it out.
1: And I got that feedback that like that feedback came back to me like this is dope, but the quality is horrible. Yeah. And what I heard was
0: I'm dope. Yep. Yeah. So let's let's Okay. let's take let's put a pin right there for 2 seconds. To all the creative people out there, to all the artists, to all the producers, the singers, the engineers start now. Maximize what you know. Don't worry about what you don't know. Yeah. Black Moon was put out at a time where. We didn't know what we were doing at all, but that's not an excuse to not put it out. Because at the end of the day, even when you start to grow, there's going to always be somebody worse than you. And there's going to always be somebody better than you, no matter what phase you're in. Yeah. So when you have art, when you have music, just put it out. Wherever you are, whatever equipment you have, whatever knowledge you have, just put it out. Because you never know what it'll turn into. Yeah. And you can redo it. Right. And you're going to get better. And you're going to get better. It's like being in the gym.
1: You're going to get better.
0: Just keep shooting.
1: That I know for sure.
0: We definitely better now.
1: Yeah, Exit sounds nothing like Black Moon yeah. or Nature.
0: Yeah. So you put out Black Moon, and what what happens next?
1: When I put out Black Moon, uh, well, Nature got sixteen hundred downloads from um, whatever system I was using at the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, when I put out Black Moon, I'm gonna put it out on Apple, and sixteen hundred people gonna buy my album. Only nine people bought bought it. Wow. I was devastated I was like Oh I'm not meant to do this Um, And it wasn't no streaming At that time mm-hmm.
0: So you just had to Buy it from iTunes mm-hmm.
1: And instead of Appreciating the nine, nine
0: That's a sermon
1: I went into depression Wow Because you were You were expecting 1600 people <laughs> <laughs> It's funny now, but I was really mm-hmm. depressed. Yeah, I was.
0: How long did you stay in that state?
1: Uh, maybe like a year or two.
0: What were you telling yourself?
1: I wasted time. Mm. Or maybe I, I was still operating in my gift, but I wasn't doing it confidently.
0: So you're still singing, but you're mm-hmm. not confident.
1: I'm not confident. Because think about it. I didn't know anybody in the industry. Yeah. Um, nobody in the industry knew me. Yeah. I knew I was dope. Yeah. But I also knew nobody knew I was dope. Yeah. That's yeah. depressing. Yeah. If you look at it that way. Yeah. So instead of just, you know, working, working. and getting better, I just worked yeah. on jobs, yeah. washing dishes. Like, I was going to a job. And people were looking at me like, what are, what you, are you doing, doing here? here? They immediately knew, like, you don't yeah, supposed not, to be here. You ain't going to be here long. They yeah. knew.
0: So they knew. When they would say that, did oh, you? Oh, I knew too. Okay. Yeah. You just knew you were in a like little low place, though. That thing kind of like messed you up a little bit.
1: No, it wasn't a little low place. It was a high low place. <laughs> Have you ever been in a high low place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, up here, it's a lot. Like okay. now, When I go low, I go low.
0: Yeah
1: and most people won't admit that but it's the truth
0: yeah how did you get out of that place
1: um my surroundings New York is a very vibrant place Mm -hmm. I have a homeboy named Anthony Prince Leslie
0: shout out to Anthony
1: um, who I went to college with okay he was in video and film and when I would hang around him and his brother their energy was so like what's up we about to go do it that it like that electricity would hit my body and I'd be like let me stop moping around. Yeah. So they'd be like, bro, when you put out your music, bro, like, what's up? Like, yeah, what you need? Want to shoot a video? And I wouldn't be ready because I'm like, why y'all so loud? Why y'all... <laughs> like, let me think about what I need to do. And I learned from them: don't think don't so much.
0: Don't so much. Just do. Do. Just
1: execute. Yeah. If you mess up, it's okay. Yes, it is. You can do it again. That's right. So, been around people like that. Really inspired me to get out of my rut, and so that's when I um started working on that. Was like 2015, I got hired at Hangs Brands and Corporate, mm-hmm. changed my account. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe I was getting paid that much. <laughs> um, and I left that job at 2018 because I got an opportunity to go on tour, and um. I left my job. I moved out of my apartment. Um, Went on this tour. The tour lasted a day. It was supposed to last. uh, It was supposed to be 52 days.
0: You quit a good paying job to go on a tour that lasted a day.
1: Devastated. (laughs) You hear me? Devastated. Yeah, bro. And that was like I didn't take it as a slap in the face, but I took it as, like, I'm okay. You got something else for me.
0: Got to. You, you ain't finna do to. me ain't like ain't this, no, Lord. You Ain't no Lord. way you gonna do ain't me like no this. No way in
1: the world. Show me. <laughs> I'm gonna close my eyes. Just take me into a dream right now. <laughs> I remember I got paid $750 for the show. Uh huh. It's supposed to be 750 each show. For 52 shows, for 52 which would have been sweet, which would have been great. <laughs> yeah. So, I came back to New York. Me and my manager at the time was looking at each other like, I don't know what we about (laughs) to do. We split that 750. (laughs) I went back to Brooklyn to my friend Ramaya's house. Shout out Ramaya. Shout out to Ramaya who let me sleep on her couch. Yeah. And I just slept on that couch and I went into another depression. (sighs) Wow, dude. it, It was like to the point where I would sleep all day and stay up all night. I wanted to um, avoid the day. Why? It would shine light on what I'm going through for real. I ain't want the sun to see me.
0: Bro, that's heavy. Yeah. So you like, at this point I live in darkness. Yeah
1: so i would stay up all night just on my phone
0: are you are you like trying to talk yourself back into doing it again
1: i ain't know how i ain't know how it was it was like a month or two that i was like that and um ramaya came to me and she was like yo the energy in here is dark you got to go you got to do something she wasn't telling me to get, get out. out. she was telling me to get, get out up, of, yeah, get out of and get up from where I was, yeah, um, at the time I heard get out, which she needed her space back, you know, somebody laying in your couch- you waking up going to work in the morning, somebody I'm trying to figure it out get. Get, <laughs> this is a, this is a message to people who um have stayed on folks' couches and somebody has asked you to leave at a certain point, please appreciate the time they let you stay. Stop calling these people the enemy to my name for you. They let you stay, especially if it was rent-free. Shut your mouth. Me and Ramaya are literally best friends. Yeah. I'm glad she told me to get my black ass up. <laughs> right. That's what I needed. Yeah. That's what a friend does. Yeah. So, yeah, go do what you got to do.
0: Yeah. So where did you go from there?
1: From there, I went to Charlotte.
0: Okay. So we back in Carolina.
1: Yeah. Um I went to Charlotte and stayed for a little while, but then I would always go back and forth to New York. I didn't officially move to Charlotte until um so I had dropped music. Um I think I had dropped the Moonwave album. Mhm. While in New York going back and forth. And then I started like living in Charlotte. So
0: let's talk about Moonwave. Mhm. Because Moonwave is the first official album at Samoa, right? Yep. And we sat in, we sat in that room and mixed and mixed. And, listen, it this was. man brought me all kinds of stuff.
1: The, the soprano vocals was on the same line as the tenor vocals. The lead was at the bottom one time. Reverb on this. Ma was like this. Okay, so what's this? You sit here organized. I just you gotta bring stuff to Ma organized. It was a, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah,
0: yeah. So Moonwave, which was dope by the way, was the first album as Samo. Yep. Moonwave comes out. First of all, let's talk about this. The day that Moonwave comes out, how many followers do you have on Instagram? Because mm. we got to talk about this. Let's go.
1: Before I even talk about this, I had already started going viral. Okay. So
0: you started going viral before Moonwave came out. Before because I got to talk about Instagram. <clears throat> so probably, when and how did you go viral?
1: Um, Daryl Walls posted me on his Instagram. Cause I did some challenge he was doing mm-hmm. and then, um, it was Yeba, And then it was,
0: they all posted you.
1: Yeah. It mm. was some other people like that from the singing community that just kept posting me. Now I noticed I ain't know none of them. Yeah. Of course I knew who Daryl was. Yeah. But I didn't know, I didn't know who Yebba was until she posted me.
0: Wow. And she a
1: beast. She is. Love her. And, um, I think I probably had like five thousand Before that. Yeah. Well when when Dura first posted me, I had two thousand and
0: some change. And then you start going by right when you had five thousand. Yeah,
1: I think when Daryl posted me, I went to three. Yeah. Shout out to them thousand people. Yes. Um and then when Yeba posted me, it went up to like five. Mm-hmm. But then other people just kept following me and I would yeah. post videos. So I probably was at like between five to ten, k
0: before Moonwave.
1: Before Moonwave. Okay.
0: So then we put out Moonwave. People love Moon, and it was crazy because because at the end of the day, the situation was weird. We got you brought all the producer stuff, all the files. We mixed mm. it to the best of our ability. Over we boy, we were about to fall out, but it comes out. And the thing about it is. Regardless of the quality, the feeling was there. Yeah, like the emotion, like emotions don't got no right EQ. There ain't no EQ. There ain't no compressor. There ain't no reverb that can give a vocalist emotion. Yeah, like what comes out of your mouth, people gonna feel. If we, if you sing it through a, whatever through the daggone, uh. Paper towel tube mm,
1: or the mic from the Dollar Tree
0: <laughs> with the thing do. with the reverb yeah. on with the block <laughs> on it. <laughs> so so that starts to do well. Is there is there a is there an immediate like upward thing or is it slow? Like what happens?
1: No, nah, it was immediate. Like my followers shot up. Like
0: and what shot it up? Cause I remember I remember we talking about it at the house.
1: India Iree. That is. I remember. India Iree somehow found me online and she was like, I love her because she was like, I'm good at finding, finding good talent. Let's go, because that's something you would do. <laughs> I love her. That's you you I be love like, Live. how confident she yes. is in herself, man. And so she,
0: she was the first like person outside of what you were used to as far as following different genres. She's one of the first celebrities. To repost you, right?
1: Well, I count um Daryl and as celebrities too,
0: even though they were early on. Yeah, but from the standpoint of legendary. Yeah, yes. that has that yes. has the influence yes. and the following to change. Yes. That to cause that influx. She can blink and people are gonna buy her blanket. <laughs> yes, right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So, so did you like wake up one day and your phone just like vibrating over and over?
1: No, she sent me a message and was like, um. I see that you have an album coming out. I do this thing where I post people um, new music on every Friday, and I want to do yours. Let me know when your album's coming out, and I'll post you on my page. So, first off, I'm nervous, and I'm like, how do I talk to India Re? Yeah. I'm from Wilson. We don't, we don't, huh? Ain't no India around here. Ain't no India Irees around here. We got a first lady. But, um, and we be nervous to talk to first lady and pastor. The time I ended, it's, and, and of course, who India re is to us, and mm. like you know, at in, in the culture, yes, you're talking to me yes. about me singing, yeah. Anyway, I can talk about it all for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> so, I let her know, like, you know, the due date of the album, and she's like, okay, do you know this lady? This girl hit me up again about my album. Said, "Hey, is it this Friday or the next Friday? I want to make sure because I want to post it when you drop the album, shout, so the numbers." So
0: the shout out to India. Shout out to India, and we talking Moonwave. Moonwave early shout on before I out. dropped an album. Yes, this is the first Samoa album. Yes. She like make sure I know today because the release day is the day that I want to.
1: That I want to post
0: it. And she posted it. She posted it. Haywire.
1: Whoa. Haywire. Like, you would have thought I had, like, a PR team, like, a marketing team. Yeah. I got, it was just India. It was just India. And the, the followers that I have acquired over yeah. you know, time. They were loving it, too. They were not playing about this album. It kind of reminded me of like um, when I first heard about King. Everybody was talking about King. Before I even heard any music from them, They were talking about. I knew who they were and yeah. what they looked like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: I was like, is this my King moment? Yeah. Is this my King? Then, a month later, I linked up with Greg. Yeah. And, I was like, I want to do an EP. I want to do an EP for my birthday. And he was like, alright, we got two days. We did four songs, wrote, produced, and recorded like four songs in a day. Yes. He mixed everything. You know, he mixes as he goes. Yes. And we put it up on um, DistroKid and it came out on my birthday. We did it in two days.
0: That's what I'm talking about.
1: Went crazy because I had just dropped a Fire album. Yes. So to drop an EP right after that, people were like, I'm confused like I don't know how to feel. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like why is every song good and in my head I'm like oh no I just <laughs> I've been working at this shit so long. <laughs> right. Oh no.
0: Right. Right. So, so that's that's a that's a lesson for everybody like It may take a long time. Yeah. But when it hit <laughs> <laughs> It hit. I can't say it loud because my little niece in the room. (laughs) So it hit, bro. So, so, out of all that you've gone through, when you get to this place where after you drop this EP with G, where are we mentally? Depressed. Still? Yeah. Explain, bro. (laughs) He's like, tell the people. Yes. Please explain. Um,
1: I was in like a, hmm. That was the first time that was the first time I realized, like, oh, this is how people wanna take their life, even though stuff is going good. Or, oh, this is what these celebrities be going through. When you hear about them cutting all their hair off, and you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm not happy. I'm successful, but I'm not happy. Oh, okay. But I realized that I was going through that to feel that so that when I hug another artist, I hug them with the compassion of, I see you, I feel you, and I got you.
0: So if you had to speak to an artist who may be in that low place that you were in, what would you tell them?
1: Relax. Mm -hmm. Just take a moment and relax, and don't stay in the dark. Force yourself into sunlight, go walk in nature. I know that sound like all herbal, and it is, we're herbal people. Yeah, like just relax. Yeah, and whatever's going on, you'll be able to laugh about it soon. Yeah, not today. Yeah, <laughs> relax today. But now I can look back and and laugh. Yeah, because I was literally depressed at this concert and the nature. I'm oh not nature. Um,
0: what's my other EP name? The one with G. Yeah. What is it called? Y'all look it up. Omen. Okay.
1: They Mm -hmm. always they're connected in a way because both of them have nature in the background. Yeah. In the album artwork, Um, I was outside in Charlotte at this concert, and it's it's this guy. He's a rapper, and I just saw how his fans connected with him, and I was like, "God, I want this," Mm -hmm. because I had never I hadn't done a show yet with like all this momentum, and um. months later i was singing on stage and i was like wow i just asked god for this and he gave it to me yeah like
0: wow so so based on based on that story <clears throat> to me it's a story of perseverance
1: oh for sure i didn't know i was persevering
0: yeah me, you just trying just to get through. to the next day <laughs> me i was going through Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a situation where it's kind of like. When you when you know at your core that you've been called to do a certain thing, Mm -hmm. like even when the days get cloudy or things are tough or there's rejection or you feel defeated, like, bro, you did not stop Mm -mm. like low sleeping all day, being up all night. You didn't give up. Walking to school, stealing cookies. <laughs>
1: Who stole the
0: cookies from the cookie jar? Samo stole the cookies on the cookie jar.
1: Y'all remember that from Good Luck, Island?
0: <laughs> yes, yes. It's a story. It's a story of perseverance, bro. Yeah. And now look, I'm proud of you, dog. Thank you, man. Like, we've been rocking for a long time, and his story is inspiration to me to persevere because life be in, bro. Don't it? Don't it? <laughs> life be in bro. And when you know that you are destined for greatness and when you know that you've been called to do a certain thing, life ain't going to stop life. Mm-mm. So you just got to keep moving. Yeah.
1: I also want to say to all of us, even us in this room and everybody watching, you ain't going to know what you're doing. So let that go. (laughs) Like, you just got to do stuff. Like, creation is childlike. Like, you're supposed to – how we went outside in the backyard – and yeah. made them mud pies. Yeah, we were proud of them mud pies. Yeah, we put them on the end of that slide, let it get hot, and like we're making a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I'm choosing to create from now on. Yeah, like having fun with simple things yeah. and making sure fun is in the work. Yeah, because so many people are like trying to be artists, and it ain't fun for them. Yeah, and they trying to figure out why they depressed and why they want to just give up cuz you're not having fun you yeah. think you're too stressed out like yeah. something got to be fun
0: yeah man especially when you when you're when you're gifted enough to sing or play or produce without a lot of effort just do it yeah but i got to say what's up it's easy to be lazy when you're talented let's talk about that cuz like there's a certain level of entitlement Yes, that comes with a high level of gifting.
1: I know of singers, and I'm gonna say singers, everybody you know loves singers. A lot of singers are mad at where the industry is right now because it's rap dominated, but you gotta look at it. rappers, even the ones that can't rap they they're, hustle. they're posting their sixteen every day, yeah you know they are just performing anywhere. singers are this. I need honey. I, yeah. I need my stink. Like yo, sing. <laughs> yeah. They think, hi, I'm a singer. Stop smiling so damn much.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They so mean, they ain't, they they ain't getting it out the
1: mud. Cause that I got ridiculed for this. Like you don't smile. It's like ain't nothing funny right now. Like. What you talking about? Yeah, now maybe there's a little New York aggression going on.
0: <laughs> but like, let's get the work done. Let's like, get the work done. Come on, man, y'all. So we have to. So we have stop to stop asking for steamers. So t- talent, talent, talent is not an excuse. Like you, you can't be entitled because you're talented. Mm-mm. You cannot be entitled because you're talented because what's going to happen is you're going to think you're owed something because of how talented you are while the person who is not as talented as you is working way harder than you. It's the work. It's the work. You can be
1: talented, but without the catalog, without the work, you can't ask for certain things. Yeah. You know, and I'm in this business knowing that.
0: Yeah. It's the work. Yeah. It's really not the talent.
1: It's the work. It's the work. So we gotta stop being mad at what we call whisper singers. They're working. Mm. Leave them and they whisper vocals alone. Stop talking about, it ain't real singing, it ain't real singing. Well, the real singers gotta come up. Yeah. With their work ethic. And stop thinking somebody's gonna hand them a record deal. Yeah. Me. Yeah, I'm talking to me too. (laughs) Me.
0: I'm one of the most talented
1: singers in the world right now. Ain't nobody coming after me. Maybe ain't working hard enough.
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe if it's handed to me I won't appreciate it. Bro. Because I feel like that's what I deserve. That's what I'm owed. I'm so I'm so good that I deserve it. I'm so good, I deserve. And I, guess what? I do deserve it. But am I ready for that?
0: And clearly if you're not working for it, you're not because if you got it, first off, do I really believe that I can have that?
1: So it's not the industry, it's me. Do I really believe this? Yeah. Because there's been stuff that I didn't believe that I was worthy of or that I deserved, and I got it, and I didn't appreciate it. I didn't treat it right. Right. I sabotaged
0: it. Yeah. So you're telling me that a true sign of belief is work. Absolutely. So you don't really believe that you can have a thing or that you deserve a thing if you ain't working? It's just like this. Ain't no way. You don't deserve a check from Hanes Brands unless you clocking in every day. Let me tell you who ain't going to pay you. (laughs) Hanes Brands Incorporated. Use up all them sick days you want to. And that's what we doing. We using sick days.
1: You ain't got no more sick days. You need to get in the studio.
0: (laughs) Ain't no more sick days. Bro. Bro, there ain't no more sick days. But
1: people don't want to it.
0: There's nothing.
1: <laughs> but I've been putting in the work. Why, why this is this happening for me? I'm just, how are they going on tour looking at this person today? that? Yeah. Wasting time looking at somebody else. Yeah. And they putting in the work. Oh, I did that too, though. Yeah. I was Talk on about tour, it on my own tour. Mm-hmm. And I seen a photo of these other two RB cats. And I was like, um. Oh, Man, damn, I know that tour fun, bro. Like, Mm -hmm. they on tour together, like, they doing all these cities. Wilkes tapped me and said, you on your own tour, and you independent, and every show sold out. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) He good for saying that. Stop.
0: Shout out, Wilkes. Stop. (laughs) That go right, Wilkes.
1: Everybody needed Wilkes in their life. You're you're doing the most right now. Like, just say you like the flyer, and you hope to work with these people one day, and leave it at that. Yeah. Cause that energy you investing. Yeah. Them seeds you planting of regret. What you regret? You on tour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Despise not small beginnings.
1: Bro, and I wasn't even in a small beginning at that point.
0: Wow. I was on an actual tour of my own. And you still like looking at them. enough. So what do you say to people who are living in their purpose, doing what they've been called to do, making strides, and still don't feel like it's enough? Shut up. (laughs) 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 That's good. That's good. Now, I
1: would say, yo, chill. Like, you're going to get everything that you want, but you got to switch up your energy about it. Yeah. You know, you just gotta know it and leave it at. I know this is gonna happen, Now nah, I know this is gonna happen, but how? Well, I know this is gonna happen, but when I got what it takes a yeah. win that win that will mess <laughs> you up, you.
2: <laughs> that
0: win will whoop you. <laughs> wh- you know, I done what? got jumped by some wins. <laughs> when, when, because what happens is win robs you of daily execution absolutely because you start to obsess over when here's the thing about it listen to how th- crazy this sound being obsessed with when something is going to happen keeps you in a cycle where it is guaranteed to take longer yeah because if i obsess over when for the next 6 months you playing around with the timeline <laughs> And ain't putting in the work because your energy is spent on wondering when. How about let's leave when to God and let's work today and tomorrow and the day after and the day after. Go ahead.
1: Bro, we're in a time where God is like, I ain't telling you a lot because when I tell you stuff, you prepare at the last minute. Go ahead and be also ready. Just go ahead and get ready. Yeah. Cause I'm tired of you being late to everything. Yeah, we always prepare
0: at the last minute. Yeah, man. Yeah, man.
1: And like, it's
0: time off of that, bro. So, so we need to treat, we need to treat our careers like we don't know when it's gonna happen, but it may happen any day. So let me work now.
1: Absolutely. I can't say a lot, but there's a, um, I'm getting into acting. Okay. And there's a role that I want. I ain't heard nothing about the role. I ain't heard nothing about nobody, um, preparing for, I ain't got no script or nothing, Mm-hmm. but I'm already in the gym. Yes, sir.
0: Working for this particular role. It's one thing to believe for it, but it's another thing to prepare to act, for it, to act on that belief. You have to have the action with the belief. Yes. You know? You can believe a thing, but if you don't prepare for the thing, if you were to get it, you couldn't do nothing with it.
1: Nope.
0: Let's say, for instance, you obsess over having the role to -hmm. the point where you don't go to the gym, and then they say, you have this role, but you need to lose this amount of, you would have to be in this type of shape, and you have to lose this amount of weight, and then you end up not having time. So they have to pick somebody who is already built for it, was already prepared? It would have been yours, but you didn't do the work. You didn't prepare. So now we gotta give it to somebody who did what you wouldn't do. What's that saying? You gotta um don't get ready, stay ready. Yes. How like go? I think that's it.
1: Oh, I think it's like more spicier than what I said. It is.
0: Um, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready or something like yeah, that. Something like it's that. something like that. But that's true.
1: That's very true.
0: If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. If an opportunity comes that you've been working for the last 6, 12, 18, 24 months, when it comes, here's the thing about it. When a huge opportunity comes to a person that's been working every day, it's just another day at work. When a huge opportunity comes to a person that hasn't been working every day, it's overwhelming.
1: It's stressful. <laughs> Trust me, I know. I've been presented stuff. You know, everybody know me on the um on, on this from the Terrell show. Yes, as the guy that don't know no songs. <laughs> he can sing, but he don't know no lyrics. That's just not my strong suit, right? Yeah. Recently I stopped saying that because I was like, hmm, did I get into it? The reason I didn't know no lyrics for real is because if you put me on the spot, I am not good on the spot.
0: That's my wife. That shot all. all day.
1: So and I didn't know about the Terrell show until I was on the show. And he didn't know about me until I was on the show. Whoa. So I had after that show. Without me knowing it subconsciously, I took in that I can't learn songs. Mm. I'm not good at learning lyrics. And so I went to the Brandy tribute and I forgot the lyrics. I knew those lyrics, but I got nervous that I would forget the lyrics and, and forgot I forgot them. the lyrics. Also, I looked at her. I should have never looked at Brandy. <laughs> I should have just stayed looking at her mom and, and I Ray looked J. at her and it just, I was like, oh my God, Moesha.
0: Yeah, um, full, full
1: Moon. <laughs> <laughs> we love that Full you Moon, moon love album, full boy. <laughs> boy. And plus, I'm thinking, like, well, I, only, I got, I'm a late Brandy fan. Like, I wow. got on her at Full Moon, but they got me singing a song on another album. Like, oh. I should be singing something on Full Moon or Aphrodisiac. Yeah. Oh. That's my favorite Brandy album, Aphrodisiac. Yeah. But when I messed up that night, I remember. Everybody was like, oh, my God, it was amazing. I was in the back, literally banging my head on the desk. Literally. I don't want to admit that, but I did. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't do it too hard because I ain't going no, to get no damn headache. No. It but I, was, I felt like I let her down. And it was somebody I admire so much that I was like, I messed up your song. Even mm-hmm. though I made up for it.
0: But I you just, sung the fool out of not knowing them lyrics. I ain't no choice. You I sung, messed up. You sung your way right out of it. And Ray J was looking at Brandy like, this dude is cold. You know what she said to me, bro? What she say?
1: Am I going to be one of them artists that be telling people what they said to me? Yeah. <laughs> um, she was like, you good? You okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. And she was like, "It's a lot, ain't it? I was like, yeah, it's a lot. She said, you did good. She said, um. And she grabbed the mic and started talking to the crowd. And she said, and you, she didn't remember my name because it's Samo. She was like, Can you teach me your runs? Like, your voice is amazing. That's all I needed to hear. (laughs) Yeah. Brandy asked me to teach her some of my runs. I think she was being nice. (laughs) Because she's Brandy. Yeah. But I um I beat myself up for that for a long time. And it wasn't until recently when I was working with Donna Lawrence. Shout out. Shout out to Donna Lawrence. One of the flyest. Let me tell bro. you something.
0: When I saw them do okay. Be okay. When I saw them do be okay, bro. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> we made it. We made it. <laughs>
1: we made it. Listen, we made it. When one of us do something. <laughs> We feel like the other one made
0: it too. Because we did. Yes. When I saw Be OK, I said, We made it. Bro, that's Donald Lawrence. That's Donald Lawrence. We have rode from Rocky Mountain to Wilson and back listening, listening to Donald Lawrence. Donald Lawrence only. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Bro. So continue. You
1: got on the tour. <coughs> and they gave me this song, um, The Question Is by. You um, sung The
0: Question Is?
1: Mm-hmm. That's a classic. It's a classic, right? Yeah. Guess what? Knew the melody, did not know the lyrics. So immediately I'm like, I'm gonna bomb this. Then I was like, No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gonna bomb it. I just gotta learn it. That's Once right. Once I learn it, I know it. That's right. So I messed up the lyrics in the um, the first sound check. Mm-hmm. And I turned to him, I was like, I'ma learn it. I know it. I just got <laughs> nervous because you standing here. He was like, You good, you got it. Man, that first night I sung that song. Hmm. And I got off that stage. Yes, sir. I ran to Donna Lawrence like he was my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I, did, I it! did it! I did it! I did it!" Grown rusty tail man running up to another grown man. Ain't gonna call him rusty. <laughs> Tell my I, I did it. And i know he probably was like, "Okay,
0: oh, oh, all right." But all he right, don't. He you. don't know. He he don't know. I don't think he, he don't know.
1: I try to tell them, but you can only tell somebody so much yeah. how inspiring they are to you and a sound check. Yeah. So I was so proud of myself. So
0: you overcame that I I don't know how to learn lyrics. Mm-hmm. I can't remember songs.
1: But this is what got me like thinking, like, oh, I think I should be an actor. Like, I think I can act because I had to kind of embody being a winer. Like, I had to look up interviews. Um, they had on like um, I think cream or white turtlenecks. I What you got on one right now? I got on one right now, but I wore white yeah. and practiced the song around my crib. Like I did. Oh, a you lot. really
0: embodied the yes. whinings yes. as yes. if it was a role.
1: Yes, I
0: know you had the I tone and everything. I was. gotta hear it.
1: Do you got any clips of it? It's a clip on um. YouTube I gotta hear it. To it to Sheesh. And um, I'm even though people know me to do like. Ah, I ain't do none of that, you know?
0: You just kept it... Suave kept it chill, like them.
1: Suave like them, because they ain't, ain't got to do much because they got the tone. They know? got
0: tone. Them whinings and, got tone. Plus,
1: I respect them so much, so I ain't want to mess up their song.
0: Yeah.
1: And Donald Lawrence trusting me to do that song was like a big deal to me.
0: Yeah.
1: So, I overcame that. I can learn songs now.
0: That's another lesson, because what you tell yourself is what will happen. Yeah. You decided in soundcheck, oh, no, nah, I just got to learn it. Yeah. So you went from, I can't remember, I'm the type of person that can't remember lyrics to deciding to just learn the song.
1: I'm the type of person that can can remember lyrics.
0: So okay. all you got to do is make the decision. If you're in a place where yep. you feel like you're incapable of something, instead of telling yourself what you're incapable of, do the work to reverse the statement. You're
1: gonna feel like a liar at first. You're gonna feel like an imposter at first. But continue to tell yourself who and what you wanna be. Yes, sir. And you will turn into that. Yes, sir. Believe that
0: woe. Yes, sir. For Mike, sure. My God, I love you, man. I love you too. So man. listen, the biggest the biggest lesson that I think we should all take away from this is don't stop. Mm-mm. It'll get dark. It'll get low. It'll get lonely. But don't stop.
1: Yeah, stopping is a waste of time. Now, you can rest, but stopping is a waste of time. Because you ain't going to do nothing but get back in and try to jump back in later on.
0: That man just says stopping is a waste of time. I said it's on D. Stopping. Babe. This man just says stopping is a waste of time. You can rest, but don't stop. Don't stop.
1: Don't stop. God wants you to rest. Yes. But don't stop. Yes. Even when you feel bad, even when you feel like it's just you. This whole year I felt like it's just me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I ain't stopped.
0: Yeah. So, so when I said to you earlier, I got you, I saw you respond a certain way.
1: How did I respond?
0: It was kind of like it was kind of like relief. When we were in the studio. Yeah. And I was like, you have my full support. I saw relief. And now I'm hearing you say, like, this whole time I've been feeling alone.
1: This whole year I felt alone.
0: So the point I'm making is when you're going through what you're going through. Sometimes God wants you to be alone for a certain season. You're not lonely. It's just something you need to learn, endure, and glean from by yourself. And when the time comes, the support you need for the next chapter will be right there.
1: You know, um, something that's alone in the dark and is very small is a seed seed.
0: It's one seed in the ground. One seed in the ground. It's dark.
1: It's cold. But you know what that seed ends up being? A tree. A tree. That feeds many. That shades many. And a lot of people kill off their seed early on because it's like it ain't it ain't I don't I don't want to They dig it up. They dig it up because it ain't growing when it really is. Yes. We have to learn how to become okay in our planting season. And it's gonna be more than one planting season. Like, I'm at a new level in my life, and people think new level just look like, oh, everything's grand. No, I have to learn this level. It's like a new grade. Yeah, yeah. You go from the third to the fourth grade. You're very, at the end of the third grade, after you pass that EOG? Oh boy. In of school test? Whew, <laughs> whew. Struggle. <laughs> you talking about a prayer something, but that's where my prayer life came from. Them damn EOGs. Ask, ask me to pray for you. I know how to go on my EOG prayer life. <laughs> but there's, I was very confident about the third grade at the end of it. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I'm with you. When I'm in the fourth grade, you talk about third grade, I'm like... Oh, yeah, I passed that test. When The, the test stressed me out. <laughs> yeah. But I passed it, so I'm like, oh, I got that. Mm-hmm. So that's how life is. Every level we go to, we got to learn that level. We have to get another level of confidence. Yes. And this level that I'm at right now in my life mm-hmm. is so high mm-hmm. that I had to be stripped of my old confidence. So I felt like I didn't have any for a while. Mm-hmm and I'm just gaining that confidence back. Not confidence that I can sing or make records, just confidence that I can do anything because of the level that I'm at.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So I felt unsure at times, I felt like I don't know. Like I don't know what's going on, I ain't stopping. But I don't know what's going on. How do you feel now? I'm getting my mojo back. Yeah. Like the last two weeks, I think me stopping and um, moving into my spot in LA, yeah. gave me that time to like just sit,
0: yeah, relax, yeah,
1: just eat, you yeah. Know what I'm saying? And I got my mojo back, yeah. I started recording.
0: Let's go. I mean, you know what I'm
1: Because I ain't doing no music all year. So. Yeah.
0: So we got to get that. We got to change that.
1: You know what I'm saying?
0: Hey, we changing that tonight.
1: Tonight. Yeah.
0: EP coming. Out them all. We are joking. <laughs> all right, so yo, we want to thank y'all for listening. Um, thank y'all for watching. Where can they follow you at? Where how can they get your music, stream your music, all that? You can follow me
1: at Samo Music on everything. Spell TikTok, Samo for them S A M O H T. Yeah. Samo Music spelled the right way. Samomusic Music.com. Yeah. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Yo, man. You my brother,
0: man. Absolutely. First guest.
1: Y'all got to put that picture up. Yes, we're
0: yeah. going to put it we going to put it up cuz people pe- people don't know so we got to tell them. Yeah. We got to let them know. People don't for be sure. knowing. So alright y'all, we thank y'all for watching. Peace. Peace.